Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. BT, you know, I was worried. We had this conversation a couple weeks ago, and I was worried about the Knicks then for different reasons, and we'll get into that throughout the course of the day here. But I'm even more worried about the Knicks now than I was back then because of the status of Randall. Anno Bando seems to be on track coming back, but hey, look what the Knicks did last night. They're lucky to get a win against the crappy Pistons. I mean, the Pistons have eight wins on the year. Should have been nine last night. All the, oh, the Knicks never get the benefit of the doubt of a call, and oh, Brunson gets screwed. Where are you last night complaining? Good for Monty Williams to go after the refs, because that was ridiculous. DiVincenzo making a tackle as if he plays for the Jets or Giants as opposed to the Knicks. Anyway, they're fortunate to be able to beat the crappy Pistons, and I just I'm worried about this team. I think that they're closer, assuming that Randall doesn't come back, or even if he does come back, not be the guy that he was prior to the injury. I think they're closer to being a team that could be first round and out as opposed to a team that everybody expects to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's my favorite team in the city. I absolutely love this team. How are you not worried about them? Well, I mean, listen, I process it differently. I don't agree with you, Sal. I think that big picture, I think this will actually benefit the Knicks here. You got to understand, guys, when you look at this Knicks team, and I, I was just jotting down some things, without you really giving it much thought before the show, like, what do I think that they have? They've got stars, they've got depth, they've got size, they've got shooting, they've got toughness, they've got coaching. That's one column. The other column, what don't they have? Well, right now, in my opinion, the only thing they don't have is health, and they're going to have health. And I think what happens now, as the Knicks grind through this 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 this, tre- this stretch without their players, their stars, uh, they're not close to being whole. You know, you want to finish in the top four, and, and it's not going to be easy. I'll give you that. But when the when the second season starts, I actually think that this Knicks team, Sal, will be better equipped to go on a long run than if they had no injuries this year. Because Randall's going to be fresh. OG's going to be fresh. And I think as important, I want to say more important, but as important, these role players are, are carving out a more meaningful role to be redundant and I think it's only going to empower them. You think about this. Like, what's the old adage in the NBA? Role players generally wilt on the road. You know, they during the playoffs there, they feel good at home. Shots are dropping. You go on the road, and un- suddenly you become a very different player. The fact that these guys, and there's six or seven of them, that are playing 
elevated roles and playing well when they get relegated back to that smaller role in the playoffs, I think it's going to benefit everybody. Yeah, but that's maybe that is the case, but that's insignificant when you talk about in comparison to Julius Randle coming back. There were questions about Randle anyway if he could do it in the postseason. This was when he was at his peak, maybe playing the best basketball of his life prior to that injury, and we still had concerns. Now, I believe that he was going to do it in the postseason and continue on from what he's done in the regular season. I believe this was the year, but we still needed to see it actually happen. Happen. Then the significant injury, then the talks of, well, you may have to have surgery, you may have to shut it down. They're still so fragile in regards to Randall specifically. If it goes the wrong way, they're done. Like Utah, everybody now, oh, Eastern Conference Finals, once the Knicks get healthy, maybe they could go to the NBA Finals, they could beat the Celtics and get get through the East. Yeah, okay, and then once it's announced that Randall's not coming back or that Randall does come back and he's not the same player he was, yeah. they're toast. That's it. They, they can't overcome Randall being out. And if you're not worried about that at this particular point, I mean, I, I think you're just being blind to it. Well, I'm I'm aware of it. I think to be, you know, overwhelmed by it is foolish because we don't know the answer. I, I know this. When I well, – that was the well, – last night was the Pistons two games ago. Uh, for the, the Was it Friday? Yeah, uh, wait, the, the Philly game, right? I see footage of Randall running up and down the court pregame shooting – so to me, I choose to react to to that as as a favorable mm-hmm. thing or positive thing. Now I don't know. You know, it might be the kind of thing where he punts on surgery, maybe has it in the off season. He thinks he's physically right. First time he gets in a tangle under the bucket, his arm gets jacked the wrong way. Oh. He's done. For, of course, that can happen. I, but I also think, Sal, that there's a very different. There's a big difference between being. I don't know, recklessly arrogant, which I'm not with these Knicks. I feel like a lot of people are. Well, I can't speak for them. Right, but when I say this, I'm not just talking to you specifically, though you and I do have the disagreement. You said from the very beginning, even before Anunoby had the had to be shut down, you're like, you're not concerned, not concerned. Randall, same thing, this would be better, he'll get rest, he'll come back, he'll be fine. Yep. Since then, a lot has transpired as far as, well, it's more time than Anunoby has missed, but he'll be, you know, he says he's on track, everything okay. But Randall, there was talk about him maybe shutting it down. So, I like, there are injuries, major significant injuries to two key pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not over, uh, if you're not worried about this right now, I think you are overlooking. Maybe not in an arrogant no, fashion. No, no, I'm just able, maybe some others aren't able to do this, but I am. I'm able to look at two things. I'm able to look at what's in front of me mm-hmm. and then what might come our way down the road. And, and I'm certainly aware of the possibility. That's why I use the term, you know, not, not being recklessly arrogant, right. but being being excited by the prospects of if if things work out favorably, which, by the way, I think they're going to. Now, to, to have the the confidence or the belief that the Knicks could do something like I do, all right, like I always have, you've got to latch on to a couple of constants. You've got – if you don't, if you don't then, then I, I respect that. Then you just have a different opinion than me on what the Knicks could do. Number one, do you think they'll get healthy? My answer is yes, I do. Do you think that once they're healthy – that Randall will be able to plow through these postseason issues. I do because OG's better than Barrett. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a lot of reasons I won't bore you with, but they've got better spacing, better shooting, a lot of shots. I mean, oh, right. by the way, Dante DiVincenzo has made the third most threes this year. Yeah, uh, he's got 177 threes. He's a stud. He's not a cute little story. Dante DiVincenzo is John Starks times ten. Oh, I know. Stop. I know that Starks is your guy. Stop. Don't even. They can't stop. even stop, dude. The efficiency's not even close. He had five threes last night. He's he got one hundred and seventy-seven on the season, third most in the NBA. Yeah. And oh yeah, it's by a the way, game, no, I know it is. Yeah. Sal, I'll give you that. But of the top thirty 
players in the NBA in terms of three-pointers made. He's the only guy that's playing 26 minutes or less. He's on the court. He is he is absolutely doing three, do, doing doing he's he's destroying people. Yeah, literally. He's three, destroying literally people. Literally last night, three boards, four assists, two steals and one tackle. I mean, DiVincenzo doing it all last night. Hey, you know on, what? Get, the I got to laugh at this. Yeah. So when the Knicks got hosed by the Rockets, right. okay? You didn't come in here and whine about that call, but you come no, in I here don't. today basically whining about a call during a win. No, no, I'm not How whining How does that make any it. sense? I, I'm consistent. I don't complain about the officials, but for those that do, oh, Brunson got the, oh, he got shafted by the officials. The officials are out to get the Knicks. Well, what about last night? So for all those people who are loud and bitching about the referees every single time the Knicks or Brunson get screwed, which has happened quite a bit, yeah. then, then be consistent. Say the same thing last night. You know what? We should give that one back. Because that was not a, a win that the Knicks should have. They should have lost the game. It was a horrible call. Maybe the worst I've ever seen. But you pointed you can't tackle out, people but, in basketball. But you pointed it out twice. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. But, but, yeah, but you're saying and it you as if, like, once, they, but, well, well, but... Because but, part, listen, I watched the game. Right. And, it was a foul. And should the Knicks have won the game or lost it? it? It doesn't matter. They did. Should they have won the Rockets game? Yeah. Okay. Did they know? But that's what it is. No, that's, listen, that's sports. We, I get then we get bad the, calls, exactly, whatever. I love this team. I listen. I like this team more than Sal. I believe in this. Team. I, I, know, I know you're a fan. Uh, no, no, no. When I say like, I mean I like meaning I believe well, you, in their ability to win. The, I believe that. Let me let me cut it short for anybody who doesn't understand. All right. What I'm here's the Cliff Notes version. The Knicks could go into any arena against any team and win. You can process that however you want. You can process that. I'm telling you what I think. The Knicks are good. The Knicks are deep. The Knicks can shoot. The Knicks have stones. The Knicks are ready. They just need a break and get healthy. If they get yeah. healthy, dude, they can do it. But I'm not going to sit here on more. Uh, but I'm not. What is but, it, those guys, but those guys are out. So I you know. say. But here's the difference. Are you they say, the seven seed all of a sudden? You say they're still the three seed for now. Four seed. Okay, you, for now. You say you. I'll think, react to now. You say you think they're going to come back and be healthy and produce only I'm because saying, of what I'm seeing. Know. Though, so. yeah, well, yeah, but only because of How what do I'm you seeing. Know? Well, but only because of what I'm seeing. Mitchell Robinson's now on the bench, which means he's obviously if cleared. If it goes sideways, let's say. Ananobi's on track. He comes back fine. Mitch Robinson, same thing. Randall goes OG's sideways. OG's definitely coming yeah, back. Okay, Don't even worry about so, it. So that's, that's a given. Let's say Randall goes sideways. He's not the same player. He can't come back. He okay, has to shut okay, it down. Okay. Then what? Are you still bullish on the Knicks being a team that can beat anybody any given night? Who are they playing in the in the series? Like, who are they anybody, playing? Anybody. I mean, same thing. I mean, you, listen. Do you, I think that they would beat the Celtics without Julius Randall? No, I okay, don't. Okay, but that's my point. So now, and I agree with you. But I think they're getting I'm out worried. of the first round. I'm worried about I mean, I'm a little nervous, but 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 the the optimism, not the Delusion well, the, dude, because before... it's the assets. Line it up like this. Now, Eddie, think about this. You guys are buying a home. All the decisions that you make, the yeah. big, the real life, the should I should I propose? How much should I spend on the wedding yeah. ring? What could I afford for the car? What's the mortgage? Can I do this? When you make big decisions, I, I do this, right? I do a checklist and I and I like to weigh and measure what I have. And on one side, I see nine or ten things that are incredibly favorable to the Knicks to go far. I'm talking into June. The other column, granted, Sal, it's a big one. Well, it, well I, I got it. But if, like, Randall was done, if he got operated on two weeks it, ago. It's over. Well, then, yeah, but that's different. But he's not. Instead, he's running up and down the court. He, he's, he's, he's working out. The, he's moving toward a return. The two big he's cons. Be back. The two big cons. And I'll give you, I like this team. I will say, when, I'm, when they first got Ananobi, they were playing as well as anybody in the league. So nobody would dispute what the Knicks could do. At that time, we were talking about you can't put a ceiling on this Knicks team. 
Then the injuries started to happen. Then the trade deadline comes and goes. So now you're coupling. And even if you, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, the trade deadline, fine. I mean, Burks, whatever, he's irrelevant. Bogdanovich, fine. Whatever's a bench player. But let's assume Ananobi could come back. And it's a, you know not a big assumption, but still an assumption because he is out right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Actually speaking, he is out. Randall, to me, is the entire key. And there are two major question marks. And you're listening to a big Randall fan. You know that. I know you are. Two major question marks. One, first and foremost, health. How significant of an injury is this? Can he come back? When will he come back? And then, if he does come back, what type of player is he going to be? And then the second layer to that is, okay, now you got him back. He's back to being the best player that he's been in his career. Can he do it in the postseason? Those are major concerns that I have before I could just sit here and say, oh, the Knicks are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, the Knicks could go to the NBA Finals. I can't say that right now with things as they are right I, now. I understand that. I'm just, what, what I can't do is I can't say that that they can't. And you know, listen, I, I would I would add, if I was going to gravitate to your side, which I'm not, I don't believe that now. It could change. Right now, I don't. I would throw a third one in there. Will they Will they be able to gain the necessary chemistry once all these moving pieces return, which I believe all three will be back? Randall, obviously, Mitch Robinson and OG. And if Jalen Brunson knocking on wood, was right. out. That's different. He's the facilitator. He's the... Oh, they're running him into the ground. Oh, I know. 40 minutes. I mean, I, I, I now, I'm not a minutes police guy, and I, I love him. Yeah. But without the others there, more wear and tear on Brunson. I get that. But, like, at least there will be... Like, I think if... Imagine if Brunson was out. Let's say it was Randall and Brunson, or Brunson and OG for this extended amount of time, right? Now you'd have to worry about... Obviously, these guys coming back and proving healthy, but also as the lead guard, as the orchestrator, as the facilitator, getting this team, the chemistry up to speed because Brunson's here. I think that Randall becomes more of a plug-and-play guy. And in a weird way, Sal, I think the fact that he's been out so long, I think that the expectations lower for Julius Randall, at least from the fans on some level. And I think that that frees him up mentally and enables him to play his best basketball in the postseason. I wouldn't be worried about the chemistry, but I do want to see him get back healthy and see what he could do and see if this team, even if it's for a week or two, Going into the postseason, if they resemble what it was once they got Ananobi uh, ahead of the deadline. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Adam is in South Jersey. What's up, Adam? Oh, now batting leadoff from South Jersey. Adam, how you guys doing? My favorite show. Hope you guys are doing well today. Good, Adam. What's, What's on your mind? What's up, buddy? Well, listen, man. I, I am not. I'm going to tell you something. The Knicks could have dropped all the way to six or seven now, and they haven't. They lost Mitch very beginning of the year. Most teams would have had problems after that. They were resolute. They survived it. Now they lose Randall. Now they lose OG. Some injuries pile up. They lose Bogdanovich right after getting them. Uh, they lose a couple of games in a row, but they're finding ways to be scrappy. I'm not that worried because even if Randall doesn't come back, let's say worst case, Randall doesn't come back. You do get OG back. Randall's not the same. This team is still deep. No, no, they're not. Round. No chance. Yes, they are. They can no win. Chance. Out of your mind. No chance. No chance. The big picture yet. They still haven't even had the whole bench together yet. Some of these guys are starting. Without yeah, Randall, they're done in the first round. I guarantee it. Without, I actually think that they could beat anybody in the East but the Celtics. Without, without Randall. Oh my God. I think it's Sal. You're sleeping on the talent on this team. They, they should have you just lost to the Pistons last night. But they didn't. You want to make a wrestle bet with me? We can make a wrestle bet. No, I'm not making any bets. And thank you. 
Physical <laughs> Adam. No more bets. Or we're done with that. You think they're going to beat the Sixers? Assuming no, no, Embiid is healthy. I, I, and I really look at this and I say, all right, would it be easy? No. Can they lose? Yes. But there's certain situations like once Aaron Rodgers went down, despite, you know, uh, resilience trying to hang in and, 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 you know, resuscitate the season, deep down, I, I think most of us knew, like, oh, God, the, everything just changed. I really like Randall, but you can win without him. Oh. You've got to be able to shoot the ball in the NBA. Oh. And the Knicks might have as many shooters as anybody in the whole league. Bogdanovich, Marksman, DiVincenzo, Marksman, Brunson, Marksman, OG, Marksman. I mean, these are statistical facts, irrefutable. Oh, you, oh what? You, come on now. You think the Knicks are winning a round against the Sixers with Embiid? I think, Again, yes. assuming how yes, they're with Embiid. I do. You think they're, and I don't even like the Sixers. I know you don't. Without Julius Randle in a postseason, you think the Knicks are beating them four out of seven times? I do. You give, so you, I do. You give them no chance? You think that they get smoked? I, I don't. I think this Knicks, team has I think a chance with Randall, they might be in trouble. What? With Randle, they might be in trouble. Do, they, so they we even, just see their upside differently. No, no. It's the bottle, even with Randle. Uh, if you don't think that they do well against the Sixers with Randle, then... We obviously disagree because you're basically saying you don't think they can even sniff a championship, no, and I do. I'm saying that I think it's a a coin toss with Randall, and assuming Randall's fully healthy. Look, with, when Anunoby first got here, Knicks were at their apex. Yes, and at that particular point, going on that run, whatever it was, 10, at least fifteen 15, and two. Yeah, okay, whatever it was, fifteen and two. They could have beaten anybody on any given night, and I would have taken my chances with them up against anybody in the best of seven. Now, would I have picked them to beat the Celtics or the Nuggets or the Clippers? Maybe not, but I would have taken my chance against anybody, especially the Mm semi-Sixers. However, now things have changed, and Philadelphia's playoff tested. Not very good in the postseason as far as not going deep, but Embiid, arguably MVP every single year that the guy plays that is healthy, you think that team is going to lose to a Knicks team without Julius Randle playing in an all-star level? Well, well, I find it interesting. I'm saying they've got a real chance, and I'd probably pick the Knicks to win, provided OG was back and everybody else was healthy. So OG, so the Knicks could beat the Sixers and win a first-round series with OG being their second-best player? Yes, because I think there's a fluctuation night to night. I don't think OG has to be their second best player. Well, who would be if it's not? It depends. It could be Dante DiVincenzo who oh. could pour in third. I mean, I do, I, what? why don't you this like a, DiVincenzo? He's, dude, you, he's you, what? You're, you're talking about losing. The, the knock on the Knicks, for the most part, has been that they don't have that legitimate number two. Yeah. Now you're saying without, and, and by the way, I've been defending Randall. Now you're saying without Randall, who is, to me, a legit number two, they could still win a first-round series. Well, well, yes. They, because of DiVincenzo and Anunoby. They almost won last year in round two, and Randall played like ass, and Brunson. Right. But they didn't. Petered out. But they almost did. And, and they didn't have OG, and they, and they didn't have Dante. That's lost, the point. They lost to a team that they should have beaten. And Miami. they didn't have Bogdanovich. Hey, we see it differently. I love this team. Uh, just, hey, in another week or so, this bandwagon shutting down. We don't, we don't need you in a week. What I mean, bandwagon? The bandwagon uh, that most Nick fans understand is moving in a pretty good direction. Okay. I appreciate the pushback because they, they're far from perfect. But, oh, man, I'm I disappointed see. in you. You are sleeping on these Knicks. They have as much heart and as much depth and as much talent as any team in the city. Oh, do we not want to deal in reality? What's the, the reality is they're a top three team the rea- despite having half their roster in the hospital. No, that is the reality. The reality is they're two, two of their three best players are out. 
out. And the reality out. is they're still functioning without them. Uh, they're, they're, and the other reality is, in all probability, they're both coming back. All probability, not so fast with Julius Randle. You don't know that. I can't wait. And, there and we're playing, oh, I love this We're playing team. a hypothetical. It. It's not even a game. Don't get the music later. We're going to crank it up. We're playing a hypothetical. Where you know which one. Even without Randle, you won't say that they're not going to win. I, that, I won't put a ceiling on them. Listen, they're not beating the Celtics without Randall. That I'll give you. I oh, mean, well. Well, I'm going, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, but I'll, I'll lay it out. I mean, by the way, as we're having this discussion here, how many miles is Philly? Was an hour and a half, right? An hour and a half south. What do you think they're saying about their team? Embiid, is it, when's their next game? Tonight, tomorrow? Is Embiid playing? No. Did he play their last game? No. Right. So we can sit here right, and worry, we, and I understand the concern, but Embiid is a 290-pound big, big man who's always hurt, who might come back and might get hurt again. You don't think they're worried? Nothing's perfect. Of course. Uh, no, of course. But we were playing under the hypothetical that there's no Randall and Embiid is healthy. Like, overall, right now, I'm not concerned about the Sixers. But in the situation that Ran- Embiid is healthy and Randall's not, yeah, then I would be worried about the semi-Sixers. Give them, you give the Knicks no chance at that point. Like none? Like, without, like without, a five-gentleman sweep, boom, here's a win and get lost? No, anything it's could happen. Anything could happen, but I think that they would lose that first round. You and, think they'd be prohibitive? Under, like, they would be without, massive underdogs? Without the Randall, there is no chance that this team can sniff an Eastern Conference final. I disagree. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll get back to your calls on the other side. 877-337-6666. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Break Knicks. Break it up, Dovey. Let's go. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. They go Salakana back on the fan. Look, I love this song more than anybody. I mean, I'll put my Knicks fandom, especially for the 90s, up against anybody's. However, I was always and will remain to be realistic. I mean, I can't even believe what I'm hearing from. 
you won't even admit that the Knicks won't beat the Sixers with a healthy Embiid without Randall. Like, come on, dude. That's delusional. We're, we're now, Nick fans are bordering on delusion here. Oh, Eastern Conference Finals. Can you, if you said this, and we did talk about this, with a healthy Randall and Ananobi when they were playing at their apex, mm-hmm. uh, who's going to dispute that? Nobody. I was saying, hey, don't, we both said it together. Don't put a ceiling on this team. Things have changed since then. I, you're not even a little worried about Julius Randle coming back? I'm disappointed that would appear to be I, I, what I thought was going to be a run to the two seed, you know, before all these injuries went down. You know, there's there's a recalibration that's required. And, and the Knicks organization, they were able to make moves that thankfully will pay dividends in, in terms of trades and reinforcements of the roster. Listen, you know, so you think that that's delusional. I think that it's delusional to ignore all the good stuff the Knicks have. But nobody's Wait, ignoring that. But, but no, but it's but it's not fully being incorporated because if it was being incorporated, then the prospects of the Knicks would be significantly higher no, because, in the eyes of many. No, because it doesn't matter if you lose your second best player. I disagree. I disagree. So so if they lost their best player in Brunson, oh, look at the depth that they have. No, if they Josh lost Jalen Brunson, the season's Hart. over. Oh. Oh. Julius Randle is not Jalen Brunson, but he's their second best player. Um, I mean, unless yeah, you think unless yeah, you think been. DiVincenzo is, no, is no, somebody he has been. Oh, and but that hasn't, he's been an All Star three out of four years. I understand that, but that's gotten them Brunson nowhere. Brunson hasn't done that. I, who's better? Adenobi hasn't done that. I understand. DiVincenzo that. hasn't done that. But you got to incorporate efficiency and and positional versatility. Like I don't want to get I, there's, there's so many. See, this is the thing. Like we get so bogged down, and I'm not saying Randle's not important. He truly is, and I would love to see him crack through and play well in the postseason. Because he is a good Nick. And if you're a Nick fan, you know that he's a good Nick. He's also, a good Nick. They've also he deserves better. They, I understand that. Like but, he's a big reason why they haven't cut through in the postseason. Well, today. then why are we so concerned about him not being here if that's the case? If, he, if he's the main he's the main culprit, I right. think indisputably. Right. Like he's the main, and I hate to throw it at his doorstep, but if we're just going to react to what you just said, he is the single reason that we all identify where the Knicks – Regular season successes haven't mm-hmm. always flown over to the postseason, and we largely state that. And I think most of us are right, and you and I agree well, on this it's part. True. It's because of Randall, because Randall's had this massive drop from all star, basic superstar to inefficient scrub, right? Too often. So I mean, okay, so he was horrible last year. They they won a series. He wasn't good. Right. They easily could have won the other series against Miami. He wasn't good. Like, you can work. You can't work around Brunson. You have a chance to work around without Randall. Also, the difference is... With OG and the other upgrades. Understood. I think the Knicks are better, even in a hypothetical, without Randall in the postseason than they were a year ago. All right. However, I think the Sixers with a healthy Embiid are better than the Cavs were a year ago. Yeah, I mean... There's a difference there on that end of it as well. That's, that's, That's fair. I mean, one of the reasons why the Knicks beat the Cavaliers, who were terrific, is because the Knicks bigs preyed on their bigs who were young and a little thin and pushed around a little bit. They've been toughened up now. Listen, the Cavaliers are a dangerous team. I think with Embiid, though, and I was just trying to get an update on his timeline, here's here's an issue. Like, they're, So they're hoping for a late-season return, mm-hmm. okay? They're hoping for right. a late-season return. Well, they should be concerned about him coming back because if he doesn't, they're toast. Correct. And what part of his body did he hurt? Lower extremity, which right. means he can't do a lot of conditioning. So when he does come back, what kind of shape is right, he in? But similar to what you said about the Knicks, and I'm not trying to defend the Sixers. It's not about them. I don't care. But similar to what you said about the Knicks, even with losing all their guys, they're still right there. Well, so are the Sixers. The Sixers are two games back. Actually, a game and a half back in the Knicks. Yes, they, they're right there because they were 29-6 and six with Embiid. Right. 
What are they without him? Right, but in our hypothetical... Who smokes better without their, their best player or their second best? I mean, the Knicks without Randall have proven functional and tough... The Sixers without the Knicks should have just lost to the Pistons, but they didn't, no, and they no, just beat like, the Sixers. But the, oh, okay, great, twice. But the reality is, they did lose last night. The no, refs, no, 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 the refs the, gave them it's one. It's not the they reality. Got, they got beat. If you watch the game, you know that they got beat by the Detroit Pistons last night. What happened with the Rockets game? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just saying. You're but, talking but you about, can't say you're talking one. About the Knicks have been tough and resilient. They, they should have just lost to a game last night at home to a team that's won eight games. But they didn't. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. I mean. You know, they okay. didn't. Oh, you're gonna hang your hat on that? I'd be no. See that, maybe that's a fundamental difference too. I'd be embarrassed today off of that performance no, last night. No, and no. here we are taking bows. Well, no, no, they, they, no, they no, won no. the game. Bow. I'm not. I'm not. Th- let me get news for you. Let me tell you. It, when it's the Knicks, I'm not that prideful. Right. Well, <laughs> like I'll take what I can get. You know what I mean? How could but, you be? I know. I'll say this too before we get back to these calls. Yeah. I think that, and there was a point where I did do this, and I think sometimes it is applicable. I don't think I'm really in the business of grading wins and losses anymore. A win's a win. I get a it. win. They're pros. I mean, by the way, Kate Cunningham's numbers the last you know six weeks are actually uh, absolutely through the charts. And I'm not here to say the Pistons mm-hmm. are good. They're terrible. They're single digit right. one team, but they're they're still an NBA team. This is not like beating up on DePaul, UConn, playing DePaul in right. the Big East, who has one or two wins with three wins and zero wins in the conference. They're they're an NBA team. Yeah, but they have eight wins. I know, but the Knicks are really yeah, they compromised. Play Fifty-seven games. They have eight wins. I can promise you this: if OG went to the operating table for uh, a torn rotator cuff, and same with Randall, dude, we wouldn't even be talking Knicks right now. Correct. Season would be over. I fully anticipate both are back, and the Knicks are going far. BT, I believe that. BT and Sal on the fan. Justin is in Rye. What's up, Justin? Hey, guys. Uh, first, I want to qualify my Knicks fandom. I've been seeing the Knicks since 1987. I was at the Starks game when he dunked over Jordan and Horace Grant like 10 rows back. Love it. I was at the, the O.J. game where everybody was watching during halftime. Oh, wow. O.J. going down the highway. And at the same time, O.J. and the White Bronco was listening to the Knicks game. If you want to talk about a zeitgeist moment, we're going back and forth with that. Mm-hmm. But, um... I'm going to tell you, I really think that in many ways, Randall's injury highlights the, the greater problem with Randall. We, he, he scored 16 points per game in the playoffs last year. We do not know if he can master his emotions and, and be what he has to be to really be a winner. And I'm telling you, when I saw, I saw him dislocate his shoulder, I've had two shoulder surgeries. Now, he's not having surgery, so the, the likelihood, because he's a very physical player, He's great around the rim with putbacks and mm-hmm. rebounds. He's got an outside shot. He's really very dynamic. But is he going to be able to play as physically as he needs to to be a good player? Like, and the question, up, Justin, the question yeah. is, if he can't, do you still believe the Knicks can go through the Eastern Conference? No, I think the road ends at the Celtics. Absolutely, I think the Celtics are going to win everything. First of all, well, so they, but, so you I, agree but, with but, me. but you, but even if, even if even if Randall's healthy, the road's going to end at the Celtics. Um, no, he oh, okay. could develop something else. I think it's possible, but the point is, it, it's it's his, his his mind and his body. But the thing is, shoulders are so sensitive. If he gets slammed by somebody hard around the rim going for a rebound, yep. and that shoulder subluxes, which means it partially dislocates and gets caught on the edge. There's more working parts in the shoulder right. than any other part in the male body. Okay, and, and, thank you, and thank you for the call, Justin. I can't do the uh, the breaking down. I'm, you know, look, there's not a doctor's office here, a sports talk show. I don't want to hear about the breaking down of the soldier, what I, uh, shoulder. What I want to hear is if Randall is out, and see, there's a couple of different arguments. Will Randall come back? Yes. When he comes back, how effective is he going to be? And then there's the, if he is out, how far do you think the Knicks could go? 
And I was worried, I am worried to begin with about the severity of Randall's uh, shoulder injury and the idea of him coming back and being what he was and then carrying that over to the postseason. And let's assume that he does come back and he, he is playing well and then we have to watch him in the postseason. The question to me on how far the Knicks will go will be based off of what type of Randall are we getting? We're getting regular season three out of the last four years, Julius Randall, or are we getting postseason the last couple of times he's been in it, Julius Randle? Mm-hmm. That, to me, will determine how far the Knicks can go. If you are taking him out of the equation, I don't even know how you can make an argument for the Knicks. Because there's more answers this year, and there's real answers this year. Last year, there weren't. There just wasn't answers. Like, you had to ride him out. If he's one of these games where he's 3 for 9 or, or 3 for 12 and he looks lethargic and the shoulder's barking, sit him down. You got options. Al is calling from Keyport. What's up, Al? Hello, Al. Boy, it's hard following you guys after that one, but... It without without Randall, they don't have a chance. And with him, if he's perfect and he's not hurt, they have to play perfect. You see Miami, Miami, Milwaukee, the Celtics, when they're rolling, they're tough. I mean, uh, Milwaukee without the Kumo there, that guy, you can't stop him. It's on, but when he gets the ball, he's unstoppable. They're going to have problems in Miami. If Hero ain't hurt, I hear Hero, Hero just got hurt again. If he's not hurt... Forget about it. They're they're a tremendous team too. I mean, they have to play perfect if Randolph is is perfect. That's how that, I that's felt. Thank, thank you for the call out. That's how I felt, BT. That and we've talked about how difficult it would be in the East. I didn't want to put a, a limit on what this team could do, but it was going to be difficult anyway. And if everything goes perfectly, there were going to be question marks about the gauntlet in the Eastern Conference that the Knicks are going to face. Mm. And now. You know, if we're playing the game without Randall, by the way, maybe they don't have to. It's a hypothetical. Hopefully, Randall comes back. Hopefully, he's healthy. No issues with with the shoulder, and we get to see this team again, similar to what we saw at its apex when Anunoby first got traded here. To me, that's the only chance that they have. If that happens a week or so going into the postseason, then they keep that up through the postseason. But, man, I'm worried that that's even going to be the case. They also benefit from being in the Eastern Conference, Sal. I mean, the Celtics are obviously really good, but you look at the other top teams in the NBA, Denver, the Thunder, the T-Wolves, the Clippers, most of the best teams are in the West, so you avoid them. But the East is still tough. It's it may tough. not be as top-heavy, but... You, I think you can make an argument. The Cavs can beat the Knicks. The Bucks can beat the Knicks. The Sixers can beat the Knicks. The Heat can beat the Knicks. The Magic have owned the Knicks in the regular season. Not that I would pick them. Yeah, Magic to, have, have played. That, that, I don't like the way we look against them. But still, they're all right there. It'll be a problem down the road. Know, I, I think the Knicks would beat Indiana. But still, like those would be. The, I, I would have legit flip of the coin feelings on the majority. Yeah, maybe say the first <laughs> six teams in the Eastern Conference. No Randall. How many teams do you think the Knicks cannot beat in the Eastern Conference in a seven-game series with without Randall or with Randall playing poorly? One, like he two, always does three, in the four, postseason. Five, at, at five definitively. That's where we disagree. That's I'm I'm at one. The Celtics. Oh, the Celtics. Yeah, I, I mean, that is a big disagreement there. It is. I say Hence five. The you first say forty one. minutes of yeah. our show where we're yelling at each other. BT, yes, we disagree. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll hear from Joe Shane, who's speaking today at the Combine in Indianapolis. We have some sound from him to play regarding Saquon Barkley, maybe the quarterback situation as well. So we'll hear from him, and we'll do that coming up at eleven. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots, 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on The Fan. We'll have some sound from Joe Shane coming up. We'll do that at 11 o'clock as he met the media today at the Combine in Indianapolis talking about the quarterback depth in the uh, draft, talking about Saquon Barkley, a lot of stuff you want to hear from Joe Shane. We'll do that coming up in about 15 minutes or so from now. Sticking to the Knicks, BT and Sal on the fan here. Knicks get a win last night, a lucky win, but a win last night against the Pistons. But more so the conversation is just about what they could do moving forward. And I'm worried about it, not because I think they're a bad team, more so because I'm worried about the the health of Julius Randle. Anthony is calling from Jersey City. What's up, Ant? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, BT, my bone is to pick with you today, my man. Okay. Look, um, last year, remember, I called you when you were on uh, when you were on the show with Tiki, and I said it's time to send the rats back to the subways. I was Vaguely. a Miami fan. Vaguely. Okay. BT, the way you're overlooking Miami is absolutely insane. So, with Randall healthy or not, let, let's just say, because I'm going to stick to the subject, mm-hmm. you're not healthy. Mitchell Robinson was in foul trouble by the second quarter last year trying to guard Bam out of bio. Yep. And, and Hartenstein isn't going to be able to defend Bam for a four-game series. It's just not happening. Bam is too versatile. You need Randall to be healthy, and that's coming from a Miami fan. And I know because you say Brunson wasn't that good and Randall was hurt for round two last year. But you know what? Butler got hurt in game one when he rolled on Josh Hart's ankle, and there was no Tyler Hero, their second-leading scorer on the team. So I think you're overlooking them. You got killed by Lowry. Now they got Terry Rozier, which is a clear upgrade. And the rookie, Jaime Hawkes, is also a very, very good piece for yeah, us. But so hold I think on a and, and look at I'm, not, I'm not overlooking Miami. I've got great respect for Miami. I think they're incredibly well-run. going to be just you and Boston. Well, I mean, I, I've got my, my opinion is that the Knicks will beat the Heat in the long series. That doesn't mean that I'll be right. And I don't think that they would beat right now the Celtics in a long series. So it's not like I'm just pushing the Knicks through to the canyon of heroes. I mean, <laughs> but I, I do identify, you know, matchups and depth and shooting and all those things. And 
It will be a tough series with Miami. It always is. I would try to like to avoid them as long as possible. Don't tell me the Knicks can't beat Miami. I don't want to hear it. They should have beaten them last year. Should have. I was disappointed in Brunson, specifically game one. And obviously Randall, you know, in the health, quickly was awful uh, in the postseason last year. They, they, you know, they get manged up, whatever as well. Um, but they Barrett's should've... an average defender. Yeah. OG's a plus defender. Barrett's a bad shooter. OG's a great shooter from the corner. It would be a, a grueling, big advantage. It would be a grueling series. But if the Knicks are fully healthy, yeah. clicking the way that they were post Ananobi trade, I think they take down Miami. Uh, like I said, I think they should have taken them down last year. Nobody's at least I'm not overlooking the other teams, especially considering the fact that we don't know what's going on with Julius Randle. Kenny is calling from Kenny. North Bergen. What's up, Kenny? What's up, Kenny? I don't know what's up with that. What the hell was that? Go ahead, Sal. Talk to yourself. This should be interesting. Yeah. What, what was I'd love it? to hear that conversation. Sal I, speaking to Sal. Of all the phone calls I've taken here, I don't think I've ever had that I've never had before. that either. Like, you heard the ch- yeah. which clicked you on. Uh-huh. Pete is in Seaford. What's up, Pete? Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, Petey? You know, I can't hey, go crazy about one game in February. Yes, they got they got lucky last night. You want to call it the makeup for the Rockets game. So be it. The Pistons are an NBA team, too. They just beat the Oklahoma City Thunder the other week. I mean, anyone can lose at a given night. Yeah, but they, said, they have eight wins, though. It, it, does, it, it doesn't matter. And you I, know, I, no, I, no, I it does matter. They, they've, it played does, 50, it really, they've played 57 it, games. They've won eight of them. I, 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 I'm not – listen, a win is a win. I'm not, I'm not going crazy about a, win, a game in February. What I am worried about with this team, as you guys have been talking about, is the health. And specifically, with Robinson still – weeks away if he's coming back at all hartenstein with the achilles injury that seemingly has him on this pitch count coming out of the all-star break which i don't think anyone i thought the week off was going to be enough for him and clearly it's not he has not been the same guy uh since he tweaked his achilles a few weeks ago and that's a huge problem because as good as achua has been and as much as he's clearly not a throw-in in the ananobi trade as everyone thought he was He's not a center, and part of the problem with him has been that Toronto, Miami, they've tried to play Achua at the center, and that's not his position. And he was exposed in the Celtics game trying to de- trying to defend uh, Jason Tatum. He can't do it. Uh, if with Hartenstein banged up, and if Hartenstein's only able to give 25, 28 minutes a night without Mitchell Robinson, this team loses its defensive identity. Well, but, but Mitch is coming back. Pete, let's cut to the chase here. You think the Knicks have a chance to beat anybody if they're healthy? I think that the NBA is the most grueling playoff. Maybe, I don't know, I'm not a big hockey guy. No, hockey is the most grueling playoff But run. the NBA, especially when you don't have, listen, Brunson's a top 18, 15 to 18 player in this league. I don't think anyone will question that at this point. I would, but, but if you don't going. have a top 10 star in this league, the path to the NBA Finals is as grueling as any sport, save hockey. And I think when you try to have a sum of the parts team as opposed to a team led by a LeBron or a Steph Curry, it's even harder. Yeah. And do I think do I think the Knicks could beat anybody in the East? Absolutely. Okay. I also think the Knicks could lose to anybody in the yeah. East. See, and, that- and the team that worries me the most is not the Heat. It's not even necessarily the Bucks. Cavaliers. It's really a first round. It's a fir- no. I think I think the Knicks can still outmuscle the Cavaliers. Ooh. I think it's the Pacers. I think a seven-game series running up and down the court with Indiana, the way that they can score at will, is going to be very tough, especially the way the Knicks grind their guys in the regular season. I think a track meet with the Indiana Pacers in the first round is is the, the, the matchup we need to make. And, and think about this, and thank you for the call, Pete. Good stuff right there. Good think call. about this. If you're worried about the Pacers, and we mentioned them, but I still think that that's a team 
that if the Knicks were at their peak, mm-hmm. everybody healthy, that they, I mean, look, if you can't beat the Pacers and you're fully healthy, then what are we even having the conversation for? But it does play to how deep the East may be, where if you're worried about them, you got to be worried about everybody in the Eastern Conference. A- any round, no matter where the, you know, who has a home court. I don't think that's any different than the West. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of, I, and I said this to Sal before, I think four of the top six teams in the NBA are from the West. So you've got teams that are going to be, you know, one, two, and three seeds sitting there. I'm sure their local radio stations are sitting mm-hmm. there saying, I kind of like to avoid this matchup in round one, maybe avoid this team in round two. I think this is very unique where the talent's dispersed very evenly and, and fairly equitably around the league, which makes it fun, which makes it very unpredictable, it makes it tough to gamble in terms of a seven-game series or predicting May and, uh, and June outcomes. But the Knicks, to me, there is nobody. And listen, if they weren't so tough... Like, that's like, you know, we can talk about shooting, and they've got a ton of it. We can talk about depth, and we can quantify everything statistically. But it's it's just this innate feeling when you, you kind of have a, a maybe a deeper, real, like more, like like a, a true, it, when it, it goes a little bit past hope, and it goes from hope to conviction. And generally, it's either because your team is great and just undeniably stacked, which they're not, or good and undeniably resolute and tough. And and that's one of the characteristics this team has. I think the Knicks are the toughest team in the city. I, I really do. Yeah, but you they, take but, every it doesn't mean that they're the best, but well, the so Yankees, most of the, the teams Mets, around here the Jets, the, the Rangers, Astro, the Jets, the Rangers are very good yeah. and, and obviously, you know, they're they're, they're tough. I mean, Rempe coming in throwing fists every whatever. night, but whatever. Different but, type of tough. I but I just it. think that I think the Knicks are are the most connected team in the city. They've got great chemistry and they play for each other. Hardworking, blue collar, yes. embody what the city is supposed yeah. to be about. I, I get all that. Uh, look, I, I think we'd be having a different conversation if Randall and Ananobi were healthy. They're not. So I view them differently right now. Now, if they do come back and start to play well, that'll be a different story. But right now, how can I don't understand how anybody can't be worried when you look at what the Eastern Conference, what it's going to take to get through there, and the Knicks are missing their you know two of their top three players. Chris is in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Chris? Hey, LBT. How's it going, guys? How are you, Chris? Chris, what's happening? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, a, I'm still a little flabbergasted that I heard Brunson's only a top 15 to 18 player in the NBA, but I'll get over that. Yeah, I, I, I pushed back. I, I disagreed, but I, I wanted to make him let him make his point. Go ahead. We could go over yeah. that list All if right. you want at some I mean, point. Mess around with that, All sure. Right. <laughs> All right, so, Sal, obviously in a perfect world, you want Julius out there. You want your team 100%. I will not go as far to say they're a better team without him. Obviously, that's not the case, but they're a different team without him on the floor. Uh, Boga, Bog, he, he's a better shooter. He's showing it. I believe he spreads the floor out a little bit more. Steven Chinzo, I'm not sure why you have this irrational lack of respect or whatever it is for him. He's, he's, he's a player, man. He's a shooter. He's helping the team when we need the help. Hey, Chris, by the way, hold on, I'll let you finish. He, he's not just a shooter. A shooter is somebody who flipped, you know, who's got no quickness, no toughness, no creativity, and just has to stand outside the line with his hand up and hope a teammate sets him up. Dante DiVincenzo is an athlete and a shooter and, by the way, yes. a scorer. Yes, yes. He, okay. he can drive all that. Yes. He plays defense, obviously. He's a great player. I agree. And, you know, he's helping this team. Like I said, I believe this team, it, it takes on a different identity when Julius isn't in there, and they have to. And they're showing that they can do it. Obviously, if you're going to tell me it's just Julius that's not going to come back, I believe they can run through the East except for Boston. I really do. If there you're go. going to tell me OG, OG might not be coming back too, 
that's where I get worried. Yeah, that You're would worry me more. I agree. Yeah, I believe we upgraded with our trades, our moves. I mean, you know, like that guy did say, everyone thought Precious was a throw-in. He's proven he's not. He, he's knocking players out of the rotation because you have to play him, especially with the injuries to the big. Yeah, but, uh, there you go. I know what you're saying. I really do. I love everything you guys do. But thank you, you Chris. can't just hang our hat on Randall, guys. Yeah, well they, well, they have to. And thank you for the call. I mean, they, the Randall's their second best player. So if he goes down, I'm sorry, they have no chance. And you want to say that they can win a first-round series? Okay, great. They did that last year. So what does that do? People around here are talking Eastern Conference Finals. Without Julius Randle, there is no chance of an Eastern Conference Finals appearance. This is a conversation, this part, probably for another day. I know we're going to get to the – Joe Shane spoke a lot mm-hmm. about the quarterback spot, and, and Saquon will play some of it for you coming up here on the fan. BT and Sal get to some giant stuff. But, like, to me, Ray, I can't go into next season. This is separate from what we're talking about, to be, to be clear, today. I can't go into next season wondering, is Randle the guy? Like – he he's got to play in the postseason. Wait, this is supposed to be the. I need an answer. Yeah, I, this is I, the eight year. How long are we going to kick this down the road? Yeah, like Daniel Jones with the Giants. Uh, how many go. how many lives is he going to get here? But go. if he's hurt, then it gives him a pass again for next year. But it it doesn't satisfy me. I need I the answer because you only have so many years of Brunson's prime, you know. But it's tricky. It's a tricky juggle, no doubt. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 